Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Turtle and I are going out to dinner. You two better behave while we're gone. And most importantly, no improv. If I hear any yes and, you're getting the back of this hand. Well, Vince, it looks like we've got the Kame house all to ourselves. Yeah, we do, Aaron, and you know what that means. It's time to throw a banger of a We're Kame House Party, the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the known universe. We're going through every iteration of Dragon Ball, episode by episode, and performing improvised scenes based on what we watched. And you don't have to be a Dragon Ball super fan to enjoy the podcast, because each week we do a one-minute roundup to catch everyone up so you can enjoy the latest and greatest episode. Yes, and... What the shell is going on? They're doing improv all over the Kame House. They even put on flannel shirts. We're Kame House Party, part of the Moonshot Network, with new episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't close out a promo while I'm yelling at you. Finn. Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks I fail to solve an ARG, and Marn tells me what I should have done instead. And this week we are finishing up Monster Hunter Club, which is the ARG for the movie The Host, but not the one that you're thinking of. (laughs) Probably, honestly, nowadays, probably the one you're thinking of, right? I feel like the Stephanie Meyer host has completely outlasted, like outlived its cultural legacy, right? true i yeah i guess it has unlike other stuff that stephanie Myers has written <laughs> twilight keeps crawling back in weird ways but it really does i think i think the host is swollen by the wayside yeah i'm i'm excited for the eventual media analysis where we do watch the host <laughs> i i was hoping to do that this past uh like between recordings and i just didn't get a chance to because i've been in moving hell these past couple days yeah i probably had time to do it but i um didn't because <laughs> because i figured we were gonna make an episode about it and i, <laughs> and I knew that if i watched it i would just forget <laughs> right yeah speaking of things that uh time forgot i've been too busy watching angel the the buffy the vampire slayer spin-off oh jesus to... christ how's that going <laughs> i just got through the worst season um which is the fourth season the second to last season uh angel's weird because it starts off really it starts off pretty okay gets good gets bad and then has its best season i have only seen i think like the first four five episodes because i only watched buffy for the first time in college because Alyssa showed it to me and then I think while we were studying abroad, maybe we started watching Angel, and I was like, this is just okay. Like, I would rather watch something else. (laughs) (laughs) It is Angel's at its best when... Did you ever meet the evil law corporation, uh, Wolfram and Hart? Um, So I know of them because I read the recent 
uh, Angel Comics that came out a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah, they... The, the Spoiler alert for Angel, in case you care about that, listeners. Skip ahead if you were still dying to catch up on Buffy spinoff. Um, <laughs> but, like, they start off as an antagonist that's really fun and cool. And, like, all the best episodes are about them dealing with this... Uh, evil law firm like literally satanic law company it's great Mm -hmm. and then at the end of season four uh the worst season in the show they're just like do y'all want to run wolfram and hart and that becomes the premise of season five and it becomes the best season of the entire thing interesting i think i've seen like an episode of that season i have seen the one where angel turns into a muppet honestly that's really the only episode of if you're only going to watch one episode of Angel, that's the one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's what I was told. Yeah. People people say that Once More with Feeling is an episode you can watch standalone of Buffy and say like, oh, wow, what a cool episode. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not. It's so tied into all of the like season yeah. arc uh-huh. plot points that are happening. You can't just watch it on its own. The episode where Angel gets turned into a Muppet is absolutely devoid of everything and a perfect (laughs) episode to watch on its own. You'll have seen the show at its absolute best. You don't need to watch any more episodes. Yeah, after watching that, I was like, well, I feel like I got it. I I can close the book on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert for... uh, Super spoiler alert for whenever I do uh, the Trivia Wizard next. Um, oh god i've been workshopping an idea for a trivia category that is um stuff that has happened to david boreanis on television (gasps) that's really good holy shit uh where i'm gonna say a thing that happens to him and you tell me what show it's from oh Um, my god and getting turned into a muppet is absolutely one of them so listeners you got an edge next time the trivia wizard comes out (laughs) I might be overqualified for that as someone who's watched Buffy and was also a Bones enjoyer when that show was on the air. Okay, so you do know about the fact that he hallucinated Stewie Griffin? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've well, seen like nine seasons of Bones, my dude. We? I need to quarantine you anytime that I do <laughs> trivia because I my approach to making trivia games is... Find a fun fact that I want to tell my friends and then turn it into a question and bully Uh my friends with it. And the problem is that you know all the things that I think are fun facts. I have an approximate knowledge of a lot of fun facts. I'm going to I'm going to lock you. I'm going to lock you in a uh, in in a in just a big metal coffin and shove you into the bottom of the ocean uh, before. I do the next uh, the next trivia wizard. Um, definitely not a thing that's happened to David Boreanaz in any television show. Oh, Andrew, I'm so excited uh, to to have you at the mercy of trivia for Moon Carnival. <laughs> Jeff this and is... I had a Jeff and I had a fucking sit down meeting about our trivia block the other day. <laughs> I'm very excited. Speaking of, Marn, do you want to pitch the uh, Moon Carnival to people? Yes. Um, hello. By the time you are listening to this, hold on. Yeah, now um, that I'm looking at this, will it be too late? Uh, yeah, it will. <laughs> if you're reading this, it's too late. Marn, I really this, enjoyed your late. segments of trivia at the Trivia Carnival. <laughs> you and you, Jeff Andrew. really came up with some humdingers. Yeah, I'm, I'm really... Yeah, the ones about the moon... They were awesome. 
All right. Well, now that we've uh, officially recapped uh, the the Buffy <laughs> spinoff Angel, instead of talking about the host, either version of the movie, uh, what do you say we get into <laughs> the, the Monster Hunting Club ARG? Let's do it. Uh, did, we got questions, didn't we? <laughs> A lot of questions about cryptids, Marn. Our audience likes monsters. Um, yeah. At Sammy Gabo wants to ask, what's your MySpace top eight spaces of cryptids? Oh. What are what are your top four? And then I'll add my top four. Now, spaces of cryptids. Is this cryptids with MySpaces or spaces that you find cryptids? Uh, I think they say MySpace top eight, like the old... Uh, Martin, did you have a MySpace? Am I remembering right? I did. I did. Okay. So, like, you know, you can set your top eight friends. Yeah. Who are your top eight friends on my uh, oh, of that's what Okay, that's what they're talking about. Um, Mothman, Fresno Nightcrawler, Flatwoods Monster. Um, what is I the guess... Flatwoods Monster? Oh, it's a um, it's a West Virginia. It's a West Virginia cryptid, I think. Um, it has like a weird like spade shaped head. Huh. Yeah. Apparently it's in Fallout 76. That makes sense. Huh. What a weird little guy. It is a weird little guy. Um, and I think I think my last one, I guess Oh, I guess Chessie. I talked about Chessie on our last episode. I like I gotta do a local cryptid. Chessie's the Nessie spinoff? Yeah, the Chesapeake Bay. That was probably a manatee. <laughs> the the angel to to uh to, to scotland's uh-huh, uh-huh. buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> dude i recently have been thinking about doing a buffy rewatch and this is not making it better <laughs> look buffy holds up i'll i'll get you the skip list um my top four cryptids to match yours uh i would say i i like ocean cryptids i like uh the kraken uh just a big old guy i like um bigfoot i think is an old classic i like a bigfoot um I like the Jersey Devil. Mm, mm-hmm. Jersey Devil's a weird guy. Sure. And uh, uh, Tom. <laughs> just Tom from MySpace. I, I like him in the top eight. Yeah, he counts. He, he he disappeared without a trace. No one knows what he's up to. Nobody fact check me on this. Um, that or uh, honestly, I think D.B. Cooper's a cryptid. Oh, I, I would classify the story of D.B. Cooper as a cryptid-style story, and I would include him on that list. I know this is a controversial statement. No, that's that's an interesting take, and I and I like it. Um, Yeah, there's my top eight. Uh, did you see that The Meg is getting a sequel? The movie about <laughs> the that, giant Megalodon? Yeah, that we talked about in the last episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are they, they going to... Didn't they, I assume, did they not kill The Meg at the end of the last one? Uh, they did. It's it's about there's more of them now. Son of the Mag. It's called Mag Two: The Trench because they <laughs> they go to the the Mariana's Trench, I guess, and they find megalodons there. Great, love it. It's also got dinosaurs <laughs> in it, apparently. Okay. Well, I'm gonna dwell on that. Uh, while I do, <laughs> do you want to tell us more about the Monster Hunting Club? Yeah, so when we left off last time, uh, the players had gotten to see more uh, more journals 
from uh from the past so we had our our past and present storylines going on there's the the present storyline about uh the monster hunters club with Derek and his roommate Matt uh and their their clubmate Sunyi um Derek is currently palling around with his ex-girlfriend Amy uh, who is looking for her boyfriend who went missing, who is like a, a body mod guy. Um, but Soon Yi has a crush on Derek and is upset about it. Um, and he fought with Soon Yi and Matt um, because he like left a uh, appearance that they were going to make outside, um, outside the Today Show and just like went to bed. Um, and so Matt has been uploading these journal entries from his grandfather, who was like a scientist with the army who went overseas uh, to like try to negate the effects of Agent Orange and was like mysteriously killed. Um, and his dad also went overseas and was mysteriously killed. Uh, and his, uh, his grandfather was in this, like, lab facility with, uh, these two doctors, Dr. T and Dr. G, I think? Um, that sounds right, yeah. And Dr. T has been, like, increasingly suspicious of, uh, like, what's going on in, in, like, the other lab facility across the way, and has been, like, leaving encoded messages and acting very paranoid, and uh, the last one that he got when we left off last time uh, was a encoded message uh, that said, The things he is doing, God help us all. Find my notes. I've left something to help you read them, too. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, and the next thing that the players got was Derek's side of the story. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Very what, it- his his side of the story where he ditched people instead of going to an event is that right yeah well his side of the story of what's happening with him and amy okay um, yeah his, him and amy's his ex right yes his yes. ex who he like went and picked up from the airport uh because in his version of events he was like well I want her to be, like, alone in New York City, and, like, that's scary, and I wanted to to help her out, and so I, like, let her come home with me and, like, sleep in my roommate's bed, mm-hmm. and now everyone's mad at me. <laughs> right, yes. Now, the players, they all should be on the other person's side, right? The, the girl that's got a crush on him? We're all yeah. on her side, right? Yeah. Good, okay. Yes. As long yeah. as we stand united. Even the even this guide is on Sunyu's side. Good, perfect. <laughs> and Matt's side, uh, and and in fact says uh, another piece of advice, Derek. Like this guide even exists in your world, but work with me, people. Don't allow strangers to sleep in the beds of your roommates. I don't care how tired she was. You shouldn't even have left her in Matt's room alone to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Derek also said that he got another envelope from the person who kept like pushing puzzles under his door. <laughs> uh, oh, right. we- yes. Yes. Because uh, like there was a whole thing with the grid puzzles that they, ever- they were trying to solve, and like some were missing. And Derek was like, "Well, someone is just like putting them in envelopes and sliding them under my door." <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so he got another set of grid puzzles, uh, which the players like lined up and found the path through um, in order to get the phrase, a business which serves other businesses or entities. Okay. Uh, and from some of the other puzzles Derek had gotten, they they also had a couple other phrases, which were uh, object made or shaped by man of historical importance and finding, regaining, or saving something formerly lost. Um, and from those three clues that they had, they were able to get the uh, the words artifact recovery agency. Okay. And... The players were like, well, I guess we have to look for an artifact recovery agency. And so <laughs> they just Googled artifact recovery agency. Uh, and they found that there was a Google sponsored link uh, for the military artifact recovery agency recovering the past since 1976, uh, which they could find at mara.org with dashes in the middle. I miss when Google search results were that easy. I know. It, like, we are no longer in the era where if you need to, like, find a website for an ARG, you could just put in quotes and type it into Google. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real shame. And uh, in order, and, and basically to confirm, they, like, looked at the who is information and they were like, oh, okay, like, the, the movie studio is paying for this domain. Like, we're not about to like randomly contact an actual like <laughs> actual <laughs> government agency. Yeah, exactly. We know about the secret experiments you had going on. <laughs> uh and so they started kind of tinkering around on mara.org. Uh they found that it was founded by three friends who served in the Vietnam War together, uh Frankie, Nate, and Ted. Um, and they used to work with the U.S. government to reallocate and move military assets. But in the present day, they worked mostly with uh, smaller agencies or private collectors. Huh. Uh, and they were okay. highly skilled in underwater rescue work. <laughs> uh, and Nate was the only surviving founder who like was still running it because the other two had died Uh in, in artifact dives or like mysteriously in the water because uh, of course they did <clears throat> and they had records for 39 different recovery locations uh, that they had hit and you couldn't view any of the entries under those locations unless you had a username password combination Ooh, okay uh, but some of them were in Thailand and South Korea uh, and one of them was named Slack Farm, uh, which was in okay. Kentucky, which the players kind of narrowed in on because they had gotten uh, a partial solve on one of the grid puzzles that could have uh, substituted to sl uh, the Slack Farm. Yeah, I know the Slack Farm. I think I might have been there. Interesting. Apparently it has... Uh, a number of Bigfoot sightings there. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's it's apparently notorious for Bigfoot sightings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I looked up the place. I, I think I've been here. I'm not sure. There are a couple of sites like this in, <laughs> yeah. in Kentucky. <laughs> but neat. Yeah. Um. 
The players also got a uh, a lead on Amy's boyfriend uh, from Painted Soul, who was like the guy on the like body mod forums who had like been in touch with her boyfriend um, and was like kind of giving hints as to where he might have gone um, and said that he had like potentially gone to a doctor known as the Miller, um, which didn't return any information in like search engines. Uh, it returned like a book on body art uh, that was by a woman named John Chris Miller. Um, but hmm. Painted Soul was suggesting that the Miller was a man. And so the players were like, okay, this is probably like out of game. Um, and that was kind of a lead that they, they couldn't really follow at this point. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Valentine's Day came and passed. Derek sent out his giveaway Bigfoot figurine. Uh, Matt scanned a coded message from Dr. T from his grandfather's journal. Um, that was a simple substitution code that said, uh, what the hell is Gennaro doing? The new lab he's building is some kind of giant cooler or refrigerator. The GI I talked to said they are bringing cold weather gear from a base in Goose Bay, but routing it through the infantry stationed at Clark Air Base to hide the trail. Um, and the players found that Goose Bay and Clark Air Base were both sites that Mara had recovery information on um, and started to suspect that Mara had maybe acquired some artifacts that they weren't supposed to, uh, which was why two of their founders had died mysteriously in accidents. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cryptid Truth continued to post YouTube videos uh, posted one called Strange Creatures, uh, showing some weird looking sea creatures, um, and asking, where are they coming from? Okay. Uh, the ocean, like, where the host <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, just like weirdly shaped kind of like eel creatures and like flying fish and sort of kaiju shaped monsters. Um... And then also uploaded a video uh, called Another Strange Fish, which, if you can believe it, was another strange fish. <laughs> uh, Derek had written a new cryptid song and Sunyi wanted to make a new music video for it, um, but didn't have time. And so she made a deal with the players that said, I'm going to like give you all of these clips that I made. Um, I've got some video clips I'm making and I'll upload them for you. Then you guys can use the clips to assemble the music video for Derek. And just to make it interesting, I'll award the best submission with some great swag like movie posters. Keep an eye on my site for new clips that'll be coming soon. Huh. Well, that's a shame that we don't get another music video because that last one was great. It was. Although I do think it's funny that uh, they outsource their music video production to the players. <laughs> yeah. They were like, you know what? You do it this time. <laughs> uh, Derek got another puzzle envelope uh, under his door. Um, and it was another one that was supposed to lead them to the Mara site. Uh, the clue was armed forces, services, personnel, equipment, machines. Um, and they were like, oh yeah, that was supposed to be military. 
Um, but since they already had artifact recovery agency, they had like found the site already. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the players emailed the Mara offices asking to view the files for Slack Farm uh, and got a email back from Nate saying that the players could view whatever they wanted if they could figure out how to get into the files in the first place. Uh, because Ted, one of the founders who had died, had been the one to set up the website to begin with and uh, had all of the passwords. <laughs> <laughs> uh and nate like did not have them written down anywhere did not remember them um but he did remember what ted set up the password system to be which uh he said the username or account or whatever is based on the name of the place where we recovered the artifacts in abbreviations you know the other part the password usually had to, something to do with the items we recovered there okay um and so the players thought that uh the slack farm one was probably tfs for the username since it was just an abbreviation um but they were kind of stumped on what they would have recovered there <laughs> um and so they had to start guessing passwords <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Derek updated his blog. Uh, he said that uh, he answered a bunch of questions uh, that had been floating around the forum, such as like what was going on with Matt and Sunyi. Uh, Matt uh, had been sleeping on uh, Sunyi's out of town roommate's bed. Uh, so that he didn't have to sleep on the couch while Amy was at his and Derek's place. Um, so Matt. <laughs> okay, does no one sleep at their own place? Apparently not. Uh, Matt and Sunny had been trying to talk to Derek about his recent involvement with Amy, but he was still trying to convince them that he's only helping them because uh, she's an old friend. Um, uh huh. <laughs> this this guide also has a point that says Derek is evil. He got back at his mom for making him get rid of his toys, his cryptid <laughs> merch, by making her have lunch with him and Amy. She just happened to be in town because who doesn't take six hour drives at the drop of a hat, especially two days after a giant snowstorm that ended up stranding cars on I-78 for over 24 hours. <laughs> 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 I, I I said it the last episode. I'm I I love that this arg has like half of it dedicated to just like relationship drama between three members of a cryptid club. It's really good. It's great. I I love I love this. Uh, Derek also confirmed that uh, some of Amy's current boyfriend John's body mod videos were a fake. Um. And that Amy hadn't been at the actual procedure for them. Um, but she said that she and, and her boyfriend had been messing with it right afterwards. So it's possible that you, either she was lying or uh, John had made some like mock-up attached to his arm to like fool her. I love the idea of a fake body mod influencer who just like 
pretends on TikTok or whatever. Yeah, it's really good. Puts on one of those like fake, uh, I don't know, they sell them for like costumes, but like the fake like second skins that are like a sleeve tattoos or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, like just wearing one of those and be like, hey, TikTok, this is my tattoo channel. Anyways, I'm going to add an MFC chip to myself. It's really funny. <laughs> Uh, Amy also updated on MySpace and uh, said that she knew that Sunyi had a crush on Derek and said, is Derek blind or just stupid? (laughs) Uh, And also said that she'd been wandering around New York City with Derek visiting tattoo parlors, looking for her boyfriend or the Miller uh, and not not finding anything. Um, But Sunyi wished her luck on her own MySpace page. Uh, and said that she had decided to finish making her Valentine's Day card for Derek, except he was too busy with Amy, and uh, she did not leave him the card. Womp womp. Womp womp. Um, And she said that she was also working on getting the video clips up for people to make uh, the music video, and uh, that she would have them up soon. Uh, she also <laughs> said about Amy, uh, obviously they need to work together in finding her current boyfriend, John, and I wish her luck in finding him very, very soon. The sooner the better. <laughs> uh, Matt uploaded several journal entries. Uh, the first one said, Dr. T is gone. I've looked around as much of the basis as I could and asked around. No one's seen him since early yesterday morning. I went to see Dr. G about it, but he seemed unconcerned. Pleased, even. (laughs) (laughs) I need to pause. There is a typo in this this letter. Uh Uh, It is supposed to say he had that same sickening grin he did during the recon flight. It does say he had that same sickening grin he did. (laughs) <laughs> the grink is here was the grink there <laughs> that's never mind uh get db cooper off the list the grink is my other favorite cryptid <laughs> was the grink at the secret laboratory <laughs> <laughs> um the next journal entry was from three days later uh, and said, Dr. T is dead. Uh, Dr. G told uh, everyone that a patrol had found his body a few miles away from the base uh, and that no one could see it because it was already on its way back to the States. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have a secret corpse. Uh, don't worry, we can't show you all because it's too fucked up. Uh, but everything is fine. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, don't worry about the corpse. It's totally real. I saw it, but uh, you can't. He definitely didn't get fished. <laughs> Wasn't and, super fished to death. And uh, Matt, Matt's grandfather says that like he obviously knows that like something's up. Something is even perhaps fishy, you could say. Uh, and goes to like check the barracks, but Doctor T's stuff is already gone. Um, except for in his, like, secret little stash spot where he would, like, hide notes and stuff. Um, and Matt's grandfather found photos of his wife and daughter back there. 
Oh. Yeah. Uh, and also found half a bottle of alcohol at his stash. Um, and the next day wrote a journal entry saying that he was determined to figure out the code that Dr. T had left under his pillow. Um, and was, and like sat in his lab for hours trying to figure it out. Um, finally figured it out. It was like, damn, I probably missed my chance to like find the rest of his notes. Um, and like one of the lab techs told me that Dr. T's things were in like a secure holding area awaiting shipment back to the US. So I can't get to them. But I found one of his other codes, like, in my personal effects. Um, hmm. And so the next code was on the back of some recipes. And this guide hey. says, uh, it was an annoying puzzle in the fact that it's hard to understand how it was supposed to be solved. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of a running theme of this one, right? Yeah. There's a lot of, like... You have to organize letters in a specific way or, like, line, like, a grid up in a specific way. Um, apparently this, this code was, like, a series of substitution ciphers. Um, it, like, each line used a different substitution, but there was okay. no, like, rhyme or reason, sort of, to, like, what the shift was. Okay. Um, like the the first line was the substitution they had gotten before, and then the second line was um, almost a totally different substitution, except five letters were the same, and the third line only had four letters the same. Um, and then the fourth line uh, only had three letters. And then the fifth line only had one letter or something like that. Um, but regardless, it decoded to, I found a letter of commendation about Gennaro's work on something called Operation Chase. One of my Saigon contacts told me that stands for Cut Holes and Sinkum, a program to dump toxic waste chemicals at offshore sites around the world. He's been involved in these chemical programs longer than he's told us about. Okay. Um, and Operation Chase was, like, something that the players had already heard of, um, but they didn't know that, like, it had been involved in kind of, like, this this backstory with uh, Matt's grandfather. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and it suggested that there were more chemical chases than had been reported that, like, the players knew of, um, and that the program started... Or that uh, at least the program that Dr. Gennaro was doing, Operation Chase, started before the the actual published dates uh, of the operation that they were able to find online. Okay. Uh, Matt also posted about Mara and said that his father, who had uh, gone mysteriously missing and gotten mysteriously murdered, um, did the same kind of thing that Mara did, except he was focused on uh, recovering unused barrels of, like, chemicals used in chemical warfare. Um, and right. that he had worked for a little bit for an agency uh, around the time that Mara started. 
but Matt wasn't sure if he was actually directly working for Mara. Sure, okay. Um Painted Soul of the of the Body Mod community uh was com- communicating with some of the players. Um, said that some unwanted attention had been directed back at him for helping the players, uh, and said that he might be able to arrange a face-to-face meeting with another lead in New York City. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the players are still coming up empty on the Mara passwords, um, based on the hints that they had gotten so far. They asked for a couple more hints and just, like, general information, and they got responses uh, saying that uh, Mara had come across the name Gennaro a few times in their past missions, uh, including once in Japan where it was connected to a classified Chinese folder uh, that was recovered from underneath what is now the Tokyo airport, uh, which had once been the Haneda Air Base. Okay. Uh, they also got the hint that the location was always the name for logging in, but the abbreviations were different. So something easy like Goose Bay Labrador would just be GBL. Uh, but when you start getting into multiple words, names, states, and so on, who knows what Ted chose? <laughs> sure, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Nate also stated in an email to players that Operation Chase had started in World War II, uh, which had not been corroborated by any documentation the players had found. So perhaps (laughs) he knew something. (laughs) More on our love triangle. Uh, Derek was upset after finding out that Matt bought a Valentine's Day gift for Sunyi. Uh, and then started protesting that he shouldn't have to buy Sunyi a gift anyway because they aren't dating. <laughs> Get rid of him. Get a better guy. Go out with Matt. Yeah, go out with Matt. Matt seems fine. Yeah. Boo this man. Boo. Boo Derek. <sighs> he was doing research for Amy. Meanwhile, Matt and Sunyi were hanging out. Um, he, uh... I like this uh, I like this guide update that is very clearly rooting for Matt. <laughs> it's good to see Matt with Sunyi. He's not so single-minded that he can't focus on other people while dealing with his own problems. He has a good balance between updating Rainbow of Death, making sure Sunyi isn't getting stepped on, and looking out for Derek. Meanwhile, Derek has been completely sucked in by Amy. I'm sure he doesn't spend hours at the library studying for classes, but ex-girlfriend needs some research done, and suddenly he's Captain Library. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get his ass. <laughs> I'm also so curious as to what Derek is getting Sunyi for her birthday, or if he's forgotten completely. Matt probably got her something small, but sweet, personal. Like a book on Korean film, or a lake monster stuffed animal. Derek's gift will probably be something lame that he thinks makes him look really good. <laughs> I I do like a guide that sort of dips into fan fiction territory as it's trying yeah. to to outline what's happening here. I'd like this less if I disagreed with it. But I'm on their side, so they're in the they're they're right and they should do it. Yeah, I like I like when players have very strong opinions about NPCs. Yes. Uh 
Amy made a uh, updated her MySpace complaining about how uh, John, her boyfriend, had fooled her with his fake PDA arm implant. Okay. Uh, Soon Yi put up a video blog um, talking about uh, an interaction that uh, Matt and Derek had had in the library. Uh, her and Matt ran into Derek and Amy in the library, and uh, Matt had pulled Derek aside to have a chat, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Sunyi had kind of a moment alone uh, with Amy and kind of came to the conclusion that Amy is a little bit suspicious. Like, perhaps she's hiding something. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe she just doesn't want to date you, dude. Yeah. Maybe that's the secret. Your ex is for a reason. Sunyi also put up the video clips for uh, Derek's song, Yellow Eyes, um, which were a bunch of video clips of, like, sharks and, like, Loch Ness monster sightings uh, and asked the players to make a good music video for her. The Cryptid Truth YouTube account uh, posted a new underwater video. Um, which you can't really see anything in, but, uh, the caption, uh, said, friends, interesting video, enjoy, provide engaging responses, and had a very long string of gibberish text. Um, <laughs> and so the words in the caption were in a cross deck that said five per, um, and they realized that the gibberish text was... Uh, the other, like, the same format as the other five per puzzles that they've been doing. Uh, the grids. Okay. And it decoded to, I found something, a classified Chinese folder at HAFB. And Hmm. they found that HAFB and classified folder, all as one word, was a valid username and password on the Mara site. Um, the guy, the guide has some criticisms about this. <laughs> What's up? What's it saying? Uh, the guide has some criticisms that, uh, <laughs> that Cryptid Truth was doing a five per grid puzzle when, like, they have only ever gotten those from, like, the mysterious puzzle man who puts them under Derek's door. Uh, oh, the and, wrong the wrong NPCs given the wrong kind of puzzles. And is also like critical of the fact that Cryptid Truth gave them the username and password answer because uh, the players were taking too long to like find the username and password. <laughs> That's a paddling. Um, but basically, they 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 kind of gotten a lot of like little prodding hints that were supposed to like lead them to try to crack the password for the uh, Haneda Air Force, uh, the Haneda Air Base, like, username password, uh, which is HAFB, and they couldn't figure out that the abbreviation was HAFB because 
they had been guessing like H-A-B or H-A-B-J and hadn't been putting the F for Air Force because it was not called Haneda Air Force Base on the website. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so it apparently was a little bit annoying to the players that uh, like... They were like, oh, okay, like another character is going to give us the puzzle to like solve the thing that the GMs think that we should have been able to solve already. (laughs) Uh, They found, once they cracked into this classified Chinese folder, um, a bunch of files that referenced Bigfoot and the Abominable Snowman. Okay. Yeah. Uh, They found a letter from the University of Arizona uh, stating uh, interest in Bigfoot sightings in North America and like other like sightings of a cryptid called the wild man in China uh, and saying that like hair had been collected from these cryptids in Southern China. um, And this researcher wanted uh, some specimens for his project and was doing like chemical analysis of Bigfoot hair. Okay. Uh, they also found a, uh, like a couple articles that were like wild man fact or fiction. Um, and a article about a mysterious ape man sighted in Russia. What a weird pivot to Bigfoot. It is kind of a weird pivot to Bigfoot, huh? We it's been about fish so far and and like water shit. Yeah. It's very weird to pivot to Bigfoot now that the guy it, it feels like that doctor dies, now it's time to ramp things up. It's weird that it just like shifts over to Bigfoot stuff now. Yeah. It is weird, huh? I'm 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 intrigued to see where it like ties into everything. Yeah. Um, Matt put the next set of journals up. Uh, it was a big batch of four journal entries. Um, his grandfather talking about how he missed Dr. T. Uh, he went to talk to Dr. Gennaro and asked about paying his respects to Dr. T's family, if he could, like, have their address. Um... And he, Dr. Gennaro wouldn't give him the address. Um, And they talked about uh, the, like, stuff that was going on in Dr. Gennaro's private lab. But, of course, like, he wouldn't say anything about it and, like, threatened Matt's grandfather and said that, like, he should know better than to get agitated over rumor and hearsay, especially with a family depending on his government paycheck. (laughs) Typical. Yeah. Uh, And he wrote some more journal entries saying that, like, the like he was being kept in the lab all the time basically like doing double the amount of work now that dr t was dead uh but he had found um another of dr t's notes like stuck in a box in the lab uh where he had like sketched dr g's secret lab uh and it had 
some cipher text on the back. Uh, and he also said that he had found a couple of photos that Dr. T had taken uh, taped up on the underside of the bar in the common area. Okay. Uh, so after seeing them, I haven't the foggiest notion what Gennaro could possibly be doing in there, but it doesn't look like Project Rainbow to me. I now know that T wasn't making anything up, though. I've got to get in there. Um, and the puzzles that he had found uh, were a 6 by 6 grid puzzle, um, plus... A weird, like, math puzzle and also a, like, alphanumeric cipher. Uh, the six by six grid puzzle was basically the the base alphabet for the substitution cipher, uh, which they figured out, I think, because it had, like, every letter of the alphabet in it plus zero through nine and there were no repeats. Okay. Uh, and so using that as their key... Um, they were able to actually have, like, their substitution key instead of just brute forcing the substitution every time, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they also found that the, the math part that they had gotten was, like, the, I'm trying to understand how this works. The math (laughs) tells them how to decode the actual ciphertext because it I think it tells them how to like rotate the grid maybe okay I don't 100% understand how this works sure but I think I think it tells them how to like what quadrant of the grid to start with basically Um, okay and so they found that the block of, of ciphertext that they'd gotten uh, said, Creatures, monstrosities like I've never seen. Abominations down in this hellhole on Earth. I don't know if Gennaro is studying them or, God forbid, creating them somehow. <laughs> uh, Matt also had big news, which is that he was going to go to Florida to meet up with Nate, the uh, last surviving founder of Mara. Okay. And the players kind of realized that they were have like they were supposed to have solved the Mara logins before now um because they could just now like ask Matt to get the passwords for them. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Oh yeah, the GMs like wanted us to uh to to solve it before this happened." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Um, on February 23rd, Soon Yi uploaded a, uh, audio update on MySpace, um, just kind of going over all of the stuff that had happened in the past week, and also saying, uh, remember that guy in the green coat who showed up all over my student project video a couple of weeks ago? I still keep seeing him. This week so far, I've seen him off on campus by the library and also outside my dorm. Maybe he's just a student or a devoted fan of my column or something, and I'm just overreacting. But I'll tell you frankly, it's really starting to freak me out. Okay. Uh, Derek was writing a... Derek had written, recorded, and posted a new song uh, called The Gorgon's Head. The Gorgon's Head, hell yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, he was still fighting with Matt. Uh, pretty much all he had done was record songs and hang out with Amy since he had had a fight with Matt. <laughs> Uh, Amy still wasn't any closer to finding her actual boyfriend, uh, but seemed to be falling back in love with Derek. No. 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 <laughs> uh, Matt didn't update over the weekend, but he, uh, he put up a blog, uh, update with, uh, talking about, like, the Mara files the players had found. And made mention of a specific file at the bottom of the uh, HAFB text file. Um, But the players didn't understand why it was relevant. Um, He also wondered what the 6x6 grid had to do with the Goose Bay cold weather gear note. Um, And... Good, Good question. And the players realized that the login for the Goose Bay uh, documents was literally GBL and password cold weather gear. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, got them a dump of uh, JPEGs of cold weather gear. Okay. Uh, They also figured out the Clark Air Base password. Uh, based on the same note, uh, which had mentioned the 25th Infantry. So they found that the Clark Air Base password was, uh, 25th Infantry. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Got in one. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. Uh, and they got some, uh, pamphlets and, uh, booklets on the 25th Infantry and its divisions, um... And, uh, like, a couple other handouts on, uh, on the, on, like, things you might see in Korea. And veteran division members recall memorable events and stuff like that. The music video contest went on. Um, two players, or three players made them, and also Cryptid Truth submitted one. Which is fun. <laughs> um, and had also included a puzzle with their submission. Uh, it was in the video this time instead of in the cap- in the caption. And it was another like five grid puzzle, but it was so blurry that the players could barely make out the letters. <laughs> Uh, it also had more, like, weird fish footage in it. Uh, and also a bunch of pictures of Sun Yi that uh, the players hadn't seen before. Uh, one was of her and Matt at New York City Comic Con. And uh, one was of the mysterious green jacket man following her on the street. Hmm. Uh, the players were like... Well, that's weird, because Cryptid Truth is supposed to be based out of South Korea, but also if he took the pictures, then he can't be the mysterious Green Jacket Man. Right. Because the Green Jacket Man is in the pictures. Right. Um, oh, that's good and creepy. I love I love a reveal like that in a puzzle. Yeah, same. It's, it's good. 
Uh, the five per grid puzzle, uh, once they kind of made out all of the letters, um, the solve was society in an advanced state of cultural development, which they realized was a clue uh, to the word civilization, uh, which was the first word of a new website they were supposed to find. Um, and they the players had already found it, uh, they found it early because someone had done a reverse search on the Mara site of, I guess, like the who is information and such. And they found a second website that had been registered at the same time as the Mara site. <laughs> okay. I, I am always a little, I consider who is information out of game typically. Mm-hmm. It's a thing that I don't. Tip, I, I'm not gonna like complain when people look something like that up, but it yeah. always feels a bit. Uh, I I don't know. It it feels like um, I I don't. I can't think of a good comparison, but it always feels like it is just beyond the scope of like what is in game to me. So I I don't typically do it, but it I, I will admit it is a little nice to have that as just a a backup like sanity check of like. Let me check this and make sure that what we're looking at is in game. I I do like that kind of element to a who is search. Yeah, I I think it's definitely nice to make sure that you're not like about to harass a random stranger on the internet. Yeah, I think it's a little less uh, necessary nowadays because yeah, most things launch through through one of the other sites, so you're not really looking up who is as very much these days. But uh, I think it is a good. It's a nice little you know backup check for you yeah um and it is I, really funny that they were able to find this website much earlier than they were supposed to <laughs> yeah like like i played a game once where i uh i was i was starting to look into an arg and players looked up like who is on a website and they found like the ad company that was hosting the game mm-hmm. or that was hosting the site and they were like great some of us are gonna go to that address tomorrow and oh, see no. if we can get any info oh no and i was like no they're the they they're running the game they don't have stuff for this isn't you're not solving a puzzle by looking up who it is here this is you're just looking up <laughs> coca-cola headquarters or whatever like that's not gonna do what you want it to do that's when i think that it doesn't work but i i like it here and how they're using it yeah i i agree um yeah uh important important to know that like the who is is literally just like who's paying for this website yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> i'm like it, it is good as a tool if if you are playing something made by perhaps a corporation or a studio uh and you want to make sure that the website you're on is actually being paid for as part of that advertising campaign and not just like a random stranger's military <laughs> like recovery agency uh-huh. <laughs> website. <laughs> so yeah, so they, they back searched and they found uh, civilizationmutation.com uh, several weeks early. So there was basically nothing on it. Uh, but right after they solved the... Uh, the grid puzzle that um, Cryptid Truth had given them, it updated uh, to have a new background. The original background had showed a bunch of file folders and given the players the name Scott Johnston, 
who is the webmaster and also an NYU graduate. Um, and then it updated to uh, an image of a hand with some yellow bits of something. Um, and they found that the name of this image was backgroundcm.jpg. Uh, but they could also find background.jpg on the website, uh, which was pretty much the same picture uh, with the word admission to the right of the hand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sunyi updated her MySpace and said that her and Matt had gone to uh, New York City Comic Con. She was understandably upset that there were apparently two people now stalking her. or at least that cryptid truth was stalking the green coat guy who was stalking her right (laughs) um and said that she was supposed to meet a mysterious person in new york uh who knew something about amy's missing boyfriend because she told derek that she would do it as a favor to him nice yeah um her father had also called her um because something uh his superiors at his job were unhappy with uh Soon Yi being involved with the creature sightings in South Korea uh <laughs> and he ordered her to stop being involved and Soon Yi was like that's very weird cuz he works at the embassy and like it's kind of weird that his bosses are keeping tabs on what I'm doing and, like, the weird fish in, like, this one region of Korea. <laughs> I, It's weird that the main character feels like it's shifted to Sunyi. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. I, and maybe, and maybe, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's just the person running the the guide having a bit of a preference for her over the other characters. It really feels like she's the one that things are really focused around. Yeah. It it definitely like started out with Derek and now he's kind of like faded into the background. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Speaking of which, uh, Derek put up a new blog post that apparently was nothing of note. Uh, This, the guide says, Derek has been pretty useless. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) um amy had updated her site uh and the players found uh that she had gone through and approved a bunch of comments uh from like the both the players and kind of like npc friends who uh who had been like commenting on uh on her and her boyfriend's body mod site uh, and one of them said, anyone heard from Lancifer lately? Uh, this was one of the people who had been supposedly communicating with Painted Soul. Um, and the players were like, oh yeah, that guy, like, <laughs> we haven't seen him comment or anything since like a month ago. Uh, <laughs> and his last comment was on... Uh, a post talking about other people in the body mod community going missing. Sure. Surefire, uh, surefire way to get yourself kidnapped is to be the person that comments, Hey, someone notice the people like me are going missing. Yeah. 
Uh, Matt updated uh, his site with more journal entries. Uh, He said that his scanner had died, so he had been unable to scan them for a while. Uh, So he just started typing them up, basically. (laughs) Which I think is code for the GMs didn't feel like handwriting journal entries anymore. Right, sure. I could definitely Uh see that. (laughs) Uh, Matt's grandfather... In in 1966, had been going over uh, Dr. T's coded messages, trying to make sense of everything, having, like, stress dreams about his children being crushed by giant snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Got a poor performance evaluation from Dr. G because he had been basically trying to do two jobs at once and not really doing any of them very well. Um, Dr. G gave him a quote-unquote herbal remedy for his insomnia. Uh, And he was like, yeah, I'm not fucking drinking that. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Uh, He saw a bus full of children heading to Dr. Gennaro's private lab. Which probably means good things. (laughs) Uh, He decided to go and do some recon work with his camera. uh, Lied to the guards about uh, basically saying like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm taking video for my son back in Texas. And was like, yeah, they totally bought it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the next day, he was given a quote-unquote special assignment um, and had to talk to Dr. Gennaro and um, was sent to be the official representative of their project uh, at, like, this event with, like, top military brass. uh, And also was told that he uh, was going to be responsible for field testing uh, Agent Yellow, a new version of it that Dr. Gennaro had synthesized in his lab. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Agent Yellow, if you recall, is the, like, Agent Orange neutralizing agent that they were supposed to be making. Yeah, definitely Um, doesn't make kaijus. Yeah, totally... Like, the the new version that this Nazi doctor made on his own with no supervision is probably fine. Dump it in the water supply. Who cares? Absolutely. Uh, Matt's grandfather called his wife, got to talk to his wife on the phone, because uh, he visited Bangkok for this, uh, this big military event, uh, and then updated his journal a couple days later and said the testing was a disaster. Uh, The ancient yellow seems to do nothing to deter the effects of the agent orange and several cases just seem to amplify its effects. Okay. Um, And also found out that uh, he, he and his team had like just narrowly missed getting napalmed after the test. Um, because no one had known that they were out there. Um, and Dr. Gennaro had evidently been trying to get them all killed. (laughs) (laughs) And 
and he's like, ah, but Dr. G is in Bangkok today through, like, tomorrow night, so I'm going to try and, like, break into the lab and see what he's hiding in there. Okay. Um, he also, uh, found two new codes from Dr. T, uh, uh, with the same substitution cipher, uh, and they read, these things, creatures, many of them are labeled Lab 101, Plum Island, New York. And Gennaro conducted some secret program with the Chinese shortly after Paperclip at Bergstrom. The hmm. great thing about both of these solves, says this guide, is that they gave us a Mara login. Ooh. Um, because Plum Island and Bergstrom were both sites that uh that were on the Mara website. And so they were able to get into the Plum Island one with the password lab101. Um they got some pictures of they got a video of a creature, uh and some also, also some pictures of puppies and uh a memo on lab101 uh that listed Dr. Gennaro as uh, one of the doctors and also had, um, like, the titles of operations for uh, clandestine attacks on crops and animals, reptilian mammalian synthesis, which, huh. yeah, seems, seems good. Yeah, seems wait, good. Good. Wonderful. You love to hear it. <laughs> I'm sure this is all going to lead to great places. Yeah. Um, and they got into the Bergstrom, uh, like area of the Mara site with the password paperclip, and that was just uh, a bunch of artifacts and documents from uh, real life Operation Paperclip that Mara had apparently recovered on their dives and such. And on March second. Uh, Matt popped up an update that was basically like, here's all of the information that we have on this, like, mysterious and evil Dr. G. Okay. Uh, he was one of the world's leading geneticists. Uh, he was definitely a Nazi. He had almost superhuman reflexes and agility. Oh. He killed a snake with his bare hands, in case you forgot. <laughs> uh, he had a secret lab. Um, that's Yeah, that's basically it. He had a secret lab that they were, like, busing children to in the middle of the night. Hmm. Um, yeah. You want to run that one by me again? Yeah, he, had a, he has a secret lab that they were busing children to in the middle of the night. Okay, okay. Well, goody. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, they also announced the winner of the music video contest, which was one of the players. Uh, Sun Yi also updated her blog um, and said that her and Amy had been becoming friends. Um, they had been putting their heads together so that Sun Yi could learn uh, more about what Amy's boyfriend was up to and the circumstances surrounding his disappearance so that she could ask the correct questions from like the body mod community content uh, contact basically um, who like wanted to meet with her. Um, 
and was like basically trying to get tips from Amy so that she like didn't stick out in the local body mod scene. (laughs) 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 And like seemed like a normie. Yeah. Uh, she said that Matt and Derek were friends again and had been working together on the Rainbow of Death site uh, and trying to see where uh, cryptid truth fit into all of this and that Matt was g- getting uh, ready to go to Florida to meet with Nate, uh, the, the Mara founder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the player who won the Bigfoot uh action figure i guess from derek uh got some extra stuff in his package uh a glass syringe a couple of glass cylinders and a roll of aromatic spirit of ammonia Ooh, yeah which is used to prevent or treat fainting hmm yeah wonder if those are the stuff that makes up agent yellow oh interesting uh, Amy also updated her MySpace saying that she had been getting along better with Sun Yi, uh, but she still resented her a little bit for having Derek's attention. Um, okay. and okay. <laughs> someone left a comment on Amy and John's site saying, did you kill John? <laughs> Cause that would make you dream about his death. Maybe you did it in your sleep. <laughs> Cause <laughs> <laughs> Amy said that she'd been having like trouble dreams about John. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think that one's it. <laughs> I'll put my bet down. Uh, Matt left for Florida. Uh, left Derek in New York City with Amy and Sun Yi. Um, Derek had uh been obsessing over the unsolved Mara logins. Uh, which led to him having weird dreams, including one involving Sun Yi uh, getting decapitated. Okay. Uh, he said that he had emailed the webmaster from Civilization Mutation, uh, but hadn't heard back from him. Uh, and all he'd found out was that he was a NYU grad student, but he worked from home in Seattle. So he wasn't on campus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you made a vlog about the United States premiere of The Host and how excited she was for it, <laughs> uh, and said that she had her meeting with Painted Souls Contact on Wednesday night, um, and said that, uh, her and Amy were going to stay in touch, uh, and... Like, she was just gonna, like, keep Derek and Amy abreast of her position basically all the time, like, in case, uh, they got separated or, like, something happened to her, um, and she wanted to know if any other, like, if any players also wanted to play backup for her in case something happened. Which is smart, because she knows that she does have a mysterious stalker. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, Amy, meanwhile, had been going out to look for the Miller, uh, which was the lead that they, the players had not followed up on really or gotten clues about. Uh, but she'd found people in the body mod scene who had heard of him, um, and knew like friends of friends who had gone to see him, uh, but had never been heard from again. 
Okay. Uh, his his reputation was that he would do body mods that no one else would do. <laughs> the forbidden <laughs> body mods. The forbidden body mods. Uh, Cryptid Truth posted another puzzle with no explanation on Monster Hunter Club. Um, and it was a, a long string of text... Uh, that you had to separate the uppercase letters from the lowercase letters and then arrange them into grids um, and the sol- and then solve it like as the five per grid. Uh, and the hint was that they got was permanent change, structural alteration in DNA or RNA, uh, which gave them mutation, which was the second half of the URL that they were supposed to get right now. Uh, but it did force the players to go back and check the site and find that it had been updated uh, with a article about the webmaster Scott Johnston and his new book, Civilization Mutation, The Process of Unnatural Selection. Okay. Uh, which was a book that uh, Scott had written on... Um, processes and forces that uh made the human genetic code change and mutate in uh unforeseen and radical ways huh yeah Ew. yeah um and he was kind of arguing that uh each successive generation of humans was a little bit more mutated and that civilization itself was causing mutations I mean, that's a take on the whole, like, people get 5% smarter every generation or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's a take on it, but I don't know. I don't think I get 5% closer to laser eyes every generation. I wish we did. It'd be cool. It'd be terrifying. But, like, well, we also, I don't know, like, slight mutation is, like, how DNA is, right? Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like having blue eyes is a mutation technically or whatever, right? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This feels like it's yeah. falling into the same trap of like kind of understanding genetics that Yes. Uh uh-huh, that absolutely. like Metal Gear Solid falls into where you're just uh-huh, like uh-huh, uh-huh. As as you, you don't think about it too hard, it makes sense and you can go with it. But if you if you devote any thought, it doesn't work. Yeah. So Matt made it to Florida. Uh, he was supposed to meet up with Nate for dinner, I think, uh, but Nate never showed up. Uh, after waiting around for 45 minutes, Matt got a quote-unquote bad feeling and decided to go to Nate's house. Uh, no one answered the door, uh, but he did find that the side gate was unlocked and made it into the backyard and found Nate floating face down in the pool. Oh, shit. So all three Mara founders uh, had have now died by drowning. Okay, well, good. I'm I'm sure that's a what a weird coincidence. Yeah, what a what a funny thing to happen. It's like how the <laughs> guy kept having wives that died by falling downstairs accidentally. Yeah, uh, Matt now feels ex- extremely responsible for Nate's death. Uh, he posted uh, Nate's obituary. Um, and he also said that Nate's house had been broken into, uh, and despite the fact that this, uh, was true, the police were labeling this as an accidental death and not looking into it. Oh, okay, cool. 
Never mind. Yeah. I'm good. Yes. Yeah. Um, but um, through Matt, the uh, the players learned that uh, the man who had paid for the recovery job at the Haneda Air Base, a Mister Peters. Uh, had also contacted them to do a second job at Fort Detrick, uh, but he died before the mission was complete. Uh, And he had claimed to be a reporter researching secret government programs, or a secret government program that he thought he had uncovered. Um, And the weird file name that they had found a couple puzzles ago turned out... Uh, the file name was CLSRETP2005FDMD, uh, and the players now realize that uh, CLSRETP was Peter's LC linked case backwards, and 2005FDMD mm. was 2005 Fort Detrick, Maryland. <laughs> ah, okay. And they realize that some of the materials. Uh, recovered in this assignment file uh were the things that had been stolen from nate's house gotcha hmm so perhaps they they accidentally uncovered a secret government conspiracy and then (laughs) everybody got killed Uh, Yi went off to meet the mystery contact with Derek, matt and amy as her backup I guess Matt was back in New York by this time. I guess he just left and came home. Okay. Um, Matt went to Central Park because Derek, who was supposed to be physically trailing Sun Yi, uh, had lost track of her somehow and she stopped reporting her position. Um, Amy also decided to go off to Central Park after 10 minutes with no updates. <laughs> Uh, Cryptid Truth was at the park as well, uh, and was filming Derek and Matt as they looked for Sunyi. Okay, this feels like that. Uh, have you seen it? The the meme of like it's taken from screenshots of some show where like a guy's sitting in a church pew and there's someone behind yeah, him yeah, with a gun yeah. and someone behind them with a uh-huh. gun and someone <laughs> in the rafters with a gun and it we're all stalking people, stalking people. Uh huh. Um, and so. Cryptid Truth was, like, uploading these short YouTube videos of, like, Matt and Derek running around Central Park looking for Sunyi. <laughs> Cryptid Truth is stalking uh, Derek and Matt as they're literally just walking through Central Park, like, screaming for their friend. Cryptid <laughs> <laughs> uh, Truth finds Sunyi. Just like watches her from afar as she's like trying to call Matt, Derek, and Amy. Uh, Green Jacket guy comes and kidnaps her. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, WonderWeasels.org uh, says props to Cryptid for maintaining his journalistic integrity and not getting involved when he saw someone getting kidnapped. You deserve a Pulitzer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the gang later updated on the forums that they had all, uh, made it home safety. They had all made it home safely, uh, because Cryptid decided to finally put down the camera 
tackled uh, the green coat man and saved Sunyi. Uh, the green coat guy ran away but left his coat behind. Uh, and hmm. Matt updated everyone and said that they had found some things in the coat. Uh, and one of those things was a picture of Amy's boyfriend, John, uh, looking what this site says, kind of dead, unless he spends a lot of time <laughs> face down on the floor with his arms splayed out. You do that a lot, though, so I don't know that we can really take that for, you know, take that it for true. granted. That is just Ly- Marn posing, right? <laughs> Lying on the floor is a good activity. <laughs> Matt also uploaded a bunch of, uh, of film clips that he had gotten back uh, from a restorer that he talked to um (laughs) and put up 26 film clips at once uh with some vague wording suggesting that there might be more um and kind of left it to the players to put it together uh i believe these were film clips that they'd found uh that like the green coat guy had dropped i think okay um it says that, uh, th- this guide says that, like, at best guess, uh, the film started out near a bench with candles all around it, uh, and then you see John, and he, like, grabs a candle or some other light source, uh, examines some shelves and a cabinet filled with boxes of medical equipment, and then find some uh, burned or covered bodies, and then drops the camera on the ground. Fun. So it seems that perhaps John uh, discovered something he wasn't supposed to and was killed. <laughs> well, goody. Uh, <laughs> come At least March he didn't 9th, drown, did he? Who knows? Hmm. Well, if he didn't drown, it's probably, you know, foul play. uh come march 9th uh amy was very upset that john uh was dead or possibly dead or not um she was just upset at at the state of it all uh sydney was also understandably upset because she got kidnapped um put up a uh a vlog entry on myspace talking about uh, what had happened to her. She was like, yeah, I was updating like my GPS coordinates on my phone and like everyone could see. And then like the green coat guy came up behind me and I ran and I like hid behind some rocks. Uh, and then he came up behind me again and like covered my mouth and started talking to me in Korean. Um, and then like some new guy, uh, came and like fist fought with him and he ran away <laughs> and like he just like slipped out of his coat and ran away uh and so he evidently asked this guy like the new guy who he was and he said you already know me uh and then she Ooh. turned around to see Derek and matt running up um and then when she turned around the new guy was gone <gasps> but he had left the coat behind Dun dun dun. Yeah. Oh, uh, and she said like, uh, "We found some like weird stuff in the coat. We found like that picture of John dead, and we found <laughs> another code." Um, 
and like we had to show it to Amy and it was really bad and it's weird that the green coat guy was uh was speaking Korean and who was that mysterious stranger that rescued me okay yeah uh and so there was there was some hints that there was a puzzle that they had found in the the green coat guy's coat but they didn't upload it yet okay uh, they also found that one of the missing grids from uh, way back when, when they had been like grids had been mailed out to a bunch of players, um, grid number ten uh, had actually made its way uh, to one of the players. He had just like been really bad about uh, uploading the photo of it. <laughs> <laughs> And later was like, oh yeah, um, I got a puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A couple days later, Matt finally was able to get the puzzle that they'd gotten in Greencoat Guy's pocket uh, up onto the forums. Um, It was another upper-lower-case, like, string of letters um but there weren't enough pairs of letters for them to separate them out into grids Hmm. um but the players found that each line had the lowercase letters a through z in it um so they paired each of those with the uh the capital letter next to the lowercase organized them into like a through z order and then removed all of the lowercase letters uh and they got a coherent message cool it's a lot of work to find one but good job indeed uh the message was it's been arranged miss park has been told where to be do not give her the chance to escape there may be others close by grab the girl and get away quickly she is to be taken to the contact in seattle put the mutant as the subject in an email to him to get a response. (laughs) Um, And the players realized that the only person they knew in Seattle was Scott Johnston from Civilization Mutation. Okay. Uh, And they found his email on the website and were like, well, let's email him with the subject, the mutant to see what happens. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Matt uploaded the final journal entry from his grandfather um which uh oh okay the film strip with like the burnt people was his grandfather not amy's boyfriend they're both named john (laughs) which (laughs) which is a fucking unnecessary thing to do in your arg i think (laughs) there are so many names in the world there are so many names in the world um Yes, so the the restored film was Matt's grandfather in, like, exploring the lab and finding these, like, burnt bodies. Um, Matt also uploaded the final journal entry, uh, which was um, basically saying, like, I don't know when Dr. G is coming back. I almost got caught. I don't know how much time I have. Uh, Project Rainbow is a rainbow of death. Wrapped my camera and flashlight in plastic bags and got into the lab by swimming around the barbed wire. Got in through the back. 
G is working on his own unholy creations, nothing to do with Project Rainbow. There were candles burning inside, tried to film, but had to use flashlight. Skulls, specimens in jars, species I didn't even recognize, mutilated, surgically altered creatures, amputated human body parts. Body on the table, covered with a ragged blanket, pulled away, charred black, blackened tug, stuck out in agonized grimace. Worst fears true, labeled Tinnaman. Heard a noise and dropped to the floor to hide, cover myself with a blanket. Something tried to grab me, something not human. Huh. Uh, and he said that uh, he was wrapping the journal and everything up and was going to send it home to his wife uh, and that he was going to try to leave the base before dawn. Okay. Uh, what is interesting uh, is that this journal entry is dated eight months before uh, Matt's grandfather was officially declared AWOL. Um, okay. Or, no, before he was officially declared dead. Uh, and so that kind of implies that, like, he was, like, he was killed right after this, and then they waited eight months to, like, declare that he had, like, oh, his plane went down and we lost him. Huh. Weird that they would just wait eight months, but okay. Yeah. Either that or he just, like, was off the grid for eight months and they had to find him to kill him. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cryptid Truth posted on the forums saying that he was the one who had saved Sinyu from Green Coat Guy uh, and that Green Coat Guy worked for the Miller, who was also... Dr. G. <laughs> and the player's like, whoa, that's crazy because he would have to be probably a hundred years old by now. Um, and Cryptid Truth is like, yeah, like, Sun Yi's father is connected to Dr. G and, like, has this, like, horrible shady past and, like, got Dr. G to arrange... Uh, like their passage out of Korea um, and got a job at the Korean embassy through Dr. G. Um, but then uh, Cryptid Truth speculates that when Sunyi's dad found out about her involvement with uh, all of this cryptid stuff, he tried to like back away from the deal. And then Dr. G tried to kidnap Sunyi in order to like be like, hey, I own you. <laughs> uh obviously Dr. Jadero killed uh the Mara guys. Mm -hmm. Um but Cryptid Truth was actually the one who had broken into Nate's house uh to steal all of that evidence before uh Nate was murdered. Okay. And so got away with all of the Mara stuff. Huh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the theory that the players were floating was that Cryptid Truth was actually Matt's dad, who was supposed to have died in the 80s, um, but we didn't really know what was up with him. Oh, right. I forgot that he had a dad and grandfather that disappeared in yeah. strange, <laughs> circum strange military died. circumstances. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Um... And Scott uh, replied to the emails that people had uh, 
had sent him saying that the mission to kidnap Sunyi hadn't gone as planned, uh, and he said to look for Hitori, uh, which took players to a new page on uh, Civilization Mutation, which was Hitori.html, uh, which was a Hitori puzzle, uh, which is kind of like Sudoku. It's a number puzzle where you can't have any duplicates and you can't have like two blacked out spaces next to each other. Um, hmm. Okay. And so the uh, the players ended up running it through like an online solver, I believe, <laughs> to like do it. Uh, and they oh, realized that I never really thought about that. Is there like an online Sudoku solver where you can just upload a puzzle and it'll fill it out for you? Almost certainly. I guess it makes sense since they're all they've got to be computer solvable since it's just a logic puzzle, right? Uh huh. Huh. I never would have thought that that's a thing. It feels like such a, the point of doing it is doing it. So it feels weird that you'd have an online solver, but weird. Yeah. Okay. I also had, like, I also never thought of it until now. It's just kind of weird. And so once they had solved this puzzle, um, they had um, blocks at the bottom of the page that, like, matched up to blocks on the completed grid uh, that had, like, a circle around one of the numbers. Um, and once they matched up those blocks and got, like, the eight circled numbers, um, they just ran, like, a uh, A1Z23 cipher on them. Um, and they did, like, a whole string of these, got a bunch of, like, eight-letter phrases, um, which led them to the last page... Uh, a couple of these pages, aside from the uh, the puzzle, which I think they just they resorted to running it through a solver because they had to do like six pages of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple of these pages had notes in the source code. Uh, said, I've set up this page to keep you up to date when I can't respond to email right away. You are smart to have found this page. I am smart too, which is why I'm leaving behind this record, this evidence, if, if you will, of what I have done and why I have done it. I know now something is likely to happen to me, as has happened to those I have sent on to the doctor, the miller, as he likes to call himself. They were not human anyway, but maybe this will help you understand. Okay. Uh, and the last page uh, in in the chain was uh, written presumably by Scott Johnston or someone who had been using Dr. Gennaro to further their own research into mutants. Um, and talking about like, oh yeah, like this doctor understands like the flawed creature that man has become. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I hate this guy. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a fool. And I know that when a man stares into the souls of monsters too long, he becomes one himself. I love when people say stuff that's like profound like that. It's like you just took that from someone else. We've yeah. all heard the abyss quote, dude. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, I went to this guy's lab and I saw his like human experiments, and I understand that like without human test subjects, we couldn't accomplish our scientific goals for the common good." 
Like, come on, dude. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Love Uh, monster hunting. (laughs) Yeah. In uh, in the wake of John's death, Amy decided to leave NYC and move back to Pittsburgh. Uh, Derek decided that he was going to go with her for for a few days. Um, they were like, "Well, not every story has a happy ending, and this is the end of ours." Uh, Scott. <laughs> Scott did leave the exact coordinates to uh, Dr. Gennaro's lab in his, like, final post. But everyone was like, I guess that we're not gonna investigate that. We're gonna just go about (laughs) our lives. Uh, And even... (laughs) And even Sunyi updated her MySpace... And was like, well, it's spring break. I'm going to go home and be with my family in Korea for a while because I'm really homesick and I need to see my parents and talk about everything that has happened to me. (laughs) All right. Uh, I I like how they, it seems like the game is just like, we don't really know what to do with Derek or Amy anymore. So mm-hmm. they just got together. Bad ending for whatever we had going on, but we don't care about either of them anymore. They can leave. Yeah. Um, Matt uploaded two, uh, two more of Dr. T's codes uh, to his blog. It uh, was like, I don't think that these will actually be any help like bringing this evil doctor to justice, but, you know, have fun solving them. <laughs> Uh, and they and they decoded too. Uh, Gennaro's filled the lab with weird medical equipment. I found records from this chase program showing that Gennaro wasn't using it for disposing of chemicals, but instead he dumped them in populated areas to observe the effects. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and this led to a Mara password, uh, which was medical equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and these were just, like, photos of medical equipment that they'd already seen on film and also in, like, the mysterious package that one of the players had gotten. (laughs) Um, and the players were like, well, I guess maybe this is how the arg ends. Like, we're getting all the (laughs) stuff that we've already seen. (laughs) But then, uh, Cryptid Truth posted a news video, uh, showing... The aftermath of a parking garage explosion that uh, killed a Korean embassy worker and his wife. Okay. Which was the Sunni's parents. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Shit, okay. Yeah. Uh, Sunni also uh, put up a vlog being like, I turned over, like, all the information that we had on this investigation to the Korean embassy, and uh, I'm gonna, like, do whatever I have to to, like, make sure that we catch this guy, um, and and bye, I guess. (laughs) 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 Uh, Cryptid Truth also posted to the forum saying that uh he wished that he could have done more to stop 
the deaths of Sunyi's parents, uh, and also said that uh, Dr. Gennaro had been able to prolong his life by using body modders as raw materials and body parts to keep himself alive, which is pretty gross. <laughs> yep. Uh, he also shared a screenshot of Nate's computer that had most of the Mara login info <laughs> okay. on it. And the players were like, great, you could have given it this to us like weeks ago. <laughs> uh, but they finally cracked into all of the Mara files using this. Um, they didn't get anything super useful uh, they they found a couple like new pieces of information about like projects that Doctor G was involved with, uh, and they found that uh, Doctor T's corpse had somehow ended up at Slack Farm, or at least photos of it did, um, and that was pretty much it. They were like, "Well, we don't really know what we're supposed to do now," <laughs> uh, until. They found that um, Sun Yi had left a note for Derek and Matt under their door saying that she had something to do and wouldn't be back for a while. Um, Matt also got an email telling him about the different Mara files that the players had cracked into, including the fact that his dad's name was mentioned in a couple of them. Uh, and he found out about the player theory that Cryptid Truth was his dad. Ooh, okay. Uh, which he was kind of emotionally affected by, because obviously he thought that his dad was dead. Yeah. Um, Cryptid Truth then emailed one of the players, basically saying, like, I'm at the lab coordinates, like, I'm ready to to take this guy down with your help, players. <laughs> uh, and then posted a huge uh, like 5x5 five five grid puzzle that the players needed to solve. Um, it was color-coded, so the players had to break the whole grid apart into the different colors and then solve each one, each colored grid separately. Uh, and they okay. got the... Uh, they got the message, thanks to you finding the location of Gennaro's base, I finally tracked him down, but I need your help once more. At 3 p.m. New York City time, I'm going to try and access Gennaro's main security system and give you access via Matt's website. There's bound to be a password to figure out, allowing us to shut down the security system. Do it as quickly as you can, or I won't be able to get inside and eliminate Gennaro. Okay. We're making progress. Um, yeah. Uh, Cryptid Truth posted to the uh, the forums uh, about a login. So this is like the day of the operation. Posted a login to the forums uh, that you could put in on, uh, I think, Rainbow of Death. And it would take you to a video of him saying, like, I'm outside the lab. Like, I'm going to plant a bunch of explosives. Um... I was like, Amy and Sunyi, I'm sorry I like, couldn't prevent your boyfriend and parents from dying. Uh, Derek, <laughs> I'm sorry to have used you this way. Uh, and then he, he pretty much confirms that he's Matt's dad. It was like, Matt, my son, I'm sorry for everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
And then a little bit later, the, uh, the, the video page updated with just like a shot of the lab exploding. Oh yeah. (laughs) And, uh, and that was pretty much it. Uh, there was like epilogue stuff where Amy was like, I'm going back to Pittsburgh to be with my family. Uh, and Derek was like, I, I called my parents and I like healed my relationship with them. Uh, and I feel good about the future. And Matt was like, well, it's nice that my dad was alive and said goodbye to me and like acknowledged me. And then he died again. <laughs> i like that this guy says i guess believing your dad has been dead the past 20 years allows you to skip directly to the fifth stage of grief when you find out a he was alive but b he's dead now (laughs) uh did end up going to uh korea she updated her myspace blog uh, saying that she had become a reporter with the Korean Independent News Network. Uh, she had gone to report on the uh, the lab explosion. Okay. Uh, there was one last puzzle to solve on the Monster Hunter Club forums, uh, which a like NPC user posted a animated GIF that had uh, one of the five per grids. Uh, that led to alternaterealitygame.com slash credits, which doesn't exist anymore, uh, but it had the, like, writing credits for the game, which was fun. Yeah, that's really cool. It is. I like I like that, just posting credits to your game at the end. I feel like we yeah. don't see it super often, but I, I like the idea, and I like that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, I think it's cute to uh, hide your credits behind, like, a one last puzzle yeah i think it's fun and that's it that's that's the arg yeah that's that's args baby uh warren what do you think about the story in this one i like it i i think it's interesting that it's so much more like human conflict focus than like the last kind of like cryptidy film promo one we did which was hellboy yeah i expected more cryptids like yeah i I expected (laughs) i expected it to be about monsters or i mean i guess the the doctor guy is kind of a a mutant he's super Uh strong and all but like i expected it to be much more cryptid based and not just like a bunch of cryptid fans getting into human scenarios yeah i i enjoyed it i thought it was fun yeah it's a it's a weird one it feels very it's weird that this is made to promote the host it it kind of is yeah like there's there's some very like tenuous connections um but yeah it's 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 interesting it seems like it it like leans toward it a little bit at a couple places but never really like Mm -hmm. is about it in the ways that it, I would expect it to. Yeah, it does kind of gesture towards like, oh, there's like weird stuff in the water. Um, and they and they directly acknowledge that the host is a movie, which yeah. is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's odd, but I 
you know, I think it's I think it's fun overall. It's just uh, not what I was expecting. I agree. Uh, and what do you think about the puzzles here? I like them. I like the the grid puzzles and like the the kind of different formats that they're able to put those in. Um, I think it's cool to, I, I as always, I think it's cool to have like a a central puzzle mechanic that you like iterate on. Yeah, I I I like that they're iterating on the same one, but it seemed like I don't know. It maybe this is just that I'm I'm hearing about it third hand instead of actually looking at the puzzles as they're trying to solve them. But they sounded mm-hmm. very difficult and very um like non-intuitive or very uh I I I don't know what the right word is beyond just difficult. It seems like they were weirdly complex in a way that the players didn't really get for a long time. Um, yeah. And that solving them seemed like more of a chore than it was like a fun, interesting thing to do. So I don't I don't know. The, the puzzles in this one didn't sound fun. I don't know if that's just because with the way that we're communicating about them, it's hard to uh, hard to figure out how they sound. Yeah, I, I agree. All right. And how uh, how replayable is this one? Marn, how's the documentation holding up? It's good. Uh, it you can literally just go and read through the entire guide on on wonderweasels.org. It even has little recaps at the end of every single week of the arg. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it it's good. You can literally just go and and click through it if you want. <laughs> well, hell yeah. Uh, and last but not least, how fun would you say this one is? I think it's pretty fun. It it's got songs. Yeah, <laughs> I like the song. I I wanted this one to be wilder and weir- weirder than this one is, and I'm I'm kind of sad that it, there weren't many monsters. But overall, I think this is a fun time. Yeah, I I do I I think they could have gone weirder, um, but I think for what it is, it's it's kind of delightful. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's about where I am too. <laughs> All right. Well, well, hell yeah. Uh, do you want to get into recommendations before we wrap things up? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, what are you What are you into these days, Marn? My recommendation is that I uh, recently read the manga Hell's Paradise, and it fucks. Everybody go read it. <laughs> it's really, really good. It. Uh, I. So I saw like the first couple episodes of the anime were out, and I had kind of like tagged it in my brain months ago um, as like, oh, I want to read that. And then I looked online and I was like, wait, the manga's finished. I'm just going to read it. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then if I like it, I'll watch the anime, I guess. Uh, it's it's really good. It's like just over 100 chapters. Like you can read it easily in, in less than a week. Uh, it is set in the kind of like mid 1800s Japan in the Edo period. Uh, and it is about a bunch of criminals on death row and the like samurai executioners that have been assigned to them uh and they go to this like mysterious island uh that supposedly has the elixir of immortality um and they have to like search and survive on this fucked up island um it's it's really good <laughs> cool it's it's a little bit like annihilation but there are like samurais and ninjas there <laughs> <laughs> and 
it's also and it's also interesting because it is set in like the 1800s so like some of the criminals on death row are like oh like this guy is a bandit who has murdered a bunch of people and some of them are like this guy just like pissed off the wrong nobleman who like got him sentenced to death (laughs) um and, and it's very good I like the main character a lot. His whole deal is that, like, he was raised, uh, like, his parents were killed by, like, the head of his village, and he was raised to be, like, a super murderer, uh, like, assassin who, like, doesn't have emotions. But the, like, his village chief, like, rewarded him for being the best assassin by, like, giving him a wife, basically. And he fell in love with his wife, and oh, good. Lo- he loves his wife so much that it like made him realize that other people have wives that they love. So he stopped <laughs> being a good assassin. <laughs> oh, the ultimate wife guy! Yes, he's so good. I love him so much. Oh, incredible! It's really good. It's like he's just such a good main shonen character because I've never seen one written like this. (laughs) (laughs) Truly just like a guy who does not care about jack shit except for his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, incredible. That's awesome. It's great. You should read it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll check it out. Hell's Paradise? Yeah. The anime's really good too. Um, Alyssa and I just started watching it together. Okay. I will probably check out the, uh, I'm much more of a manga guy than an anime guy. Yeah. I've, I've accepted this about myself. No, the, the manga is really, really good. I like the art style a lot too. Cool. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Uh, my recommendation this week is uh, season five, episode 14 of Angel called Smile Time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read you the description from IMDb. Angel and the gang set out to foil an evil puppet show that is sucking the brain power out of all the children who watch. During their fight, Angel's turned into a puppet himself and must rely on his friends in order to reverse the spell, which holds him at one foot tall. It's the episode of Angel worth watching. Go check it out. God, I am going to go watch that. (laughs) Season 5, episode 14. Uh, <laughs> I I honestly have not been uh uh watching or doing anything except for moving lately. So, um, having a a re reruns of a show from two thousand four has gotten me through it. Apparently, yeah. I like to be real. Like Hell's Paradise is my both my recommendation because I really really enjoy it, and I've been thinking about it since I read it. But also because um, I have not watched anything else except for Full Metal of his Brotherhood, and we finished Brotherhood and then immediately started rewatching the Fruits Basket uh, remake <laughs> <laughs> because the the full dub is out now, so we've been watching the dub. <laughs> gotcha. And I've already recommended that on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was I was being lovingly made fun of in the Kravitat the other day for being like the single latest person to Fruits Basket ever in the world. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about anime, and I was like, oh yeah, I, like, I'm like i re-watching like, the Fruits Basket remake. That, that anime is really good, you guys. <laughs> like, I, I know that the 
long has been out since like over 20 years ago but you guys heard about fruits basket <laughs> martin wasn't your recommendation two episodes ago uh uh, uh full metal alchemist <laughs> yeah it sure was <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude jay and i were watching uh full metal alchemist videos in uh in in voice last night just like digging around in the in the youtube app and i like unlocked the buried memory of uh the second Fullmetal Alchemist movie. Because we both were, like, so sure that we had never seen fucking uh, Sacred Star of Milos and, like, put on a clip of it, and I was like, holy shit, I've seen this movie. It was just, like, repressed in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) It was, like, so bad that I just fucking repressed it, I guess. (laughs) Uh, well, all right. Oh, go check out that movie too. <laughs> no, don't. just as a, as a as a chaser. <laughs> yeah, watch fucking Full Metal Alchemist: Conqueror of Shambhala. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Andrew, uh, edit that out. Nobody watch that movie. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that that is going to do it for us, folks. So. Until next time, uh, if you want to follow the show, you can do so. Uh, we are together on Twitter at Argonauts Pod. Otherwise, you can find us separately. I am at co-host Sherms. I am at Corpse Survivors. I'm also dipping my big toe into Instagram. If that's a thing Whoa. that you're interested in, uh, Beta Polyrath is my username over there. Damn. Look, I ha- I'm just trying to branch out into something. That I that's fair. I have an Instagram that I don't think I've logged into in maybe five years. You made me get one when I when we looked at Arcana because I needed one to see the oh, the, the thing. Interesting. And now I'm just like, what if I actually used this? Yeah, I I literally only log into mine so that I could see stuff for this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I'm logged into it on this computer. I'm I there's a good chance I stop using it after today. Uh but until then we'll see where that goes. Um yeah, go ahead and follow me. We'll see what happens. I'm probably never gonna post anything. Um <laughs> if you want to support the show, you can you can uh also do so. Uh we got a whole network. You can do that at uh if you want to support the show, you can do that if you go to Patreon, that's P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com. Uh, otherwise, if you want to support the, the, the Moonshot Network as a whole, you can do so. Uh, you can find us on Patreon as well. Uh, our, our Patreon drive is wrapped up. We're really super thankful to everyone that uh, came and supported us and upgraded pledges and all. Um, but yeah, if you want to do that now or honestly, just spread the word. Uh, those are both great ways to support the, support the show, support the network as a whole. Yeah, we put fucking a, like a crazy amount of stuff on there uh, during April for the Patreon drive that we're not going to release anywhere else. So go yeah. go get it. <laughs> a lot of cool stuff. A lot of tabletop stuff. A lot of a uh, couple. You did a roundtable for all of our our book podcasters. Uh, a lot of good stuff on there. And uh, yeah, as far as here goes, well, until next time, that's Args, baby.
Hey, Jane. Hey, Jacqueline. What do you think the most significant YA book series like the 2000s to the 2010s is? Oh, definitely The Hunger Games. No, no, I mean like... Like, uh, Twilight. Twilight, that's the best No, one. no, I'm talking about the Percy Jackson series by Riordan. Uh, I've not heard of those. If I wanted to listen to a funny podcast about those, what would you suggest? Well, I would recommend Unwise Girls, which you and I host. This is a podcast where we reread, analyze, and frequently joke about the books of the Rick Riordan-verse. And we see why people call these the best young adult magical series of the 2000s. And we always take time to declare which characters are canonically, factually, not cis-head, because Rick Riordan is not the boss of us. Listen to Unwise Girls every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the Moonshot Network.